Welcome to episode 4 of the Social Impact Podcast with Mushida Said. Today, I'm interviewing Huda Hamid, founder of Fempreneur Secrets, an online community empowering women to lead purposeful businesses online. She empowers women around the world to design their life through business. In this episode, she will be sharing on her journey to being a go-giver. Let's listen to how Huda has created massive social impact for women from all backgrounds, become entrepreneurs through the digital space and has gone from go-getter to go-giver. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Richuman, Sovereign and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operations to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, a niche magazine or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or follow the link in the episode description. Welcome to the Rich Woman Magazine uh, podcast. This is the Social Impact uh, podcast with me, Murshida Said, And today, my guest is Huda Hamid, the founder of Fempreneur Secrets, which is an online community empowering women to lead purposeful businesses online. She empowers women around the world to design their life through business. And I have the privilege and honor of knowing and meeting Huda for... I don't know how many years now. I think it's slightly more than five years. And I've seen her grow and I'm so proud to call her my friend and also a business associate. And she has really uh, done a lot in terms of how she transforms her business and creating impact to support other women and also marginalize income, low income, marginalized women to come out of poverty through platform and her coaching and her digital marketing training as well. She's been nominated the most compassionate womanpreneur award in 2019 and has been invited to speak at events supported by Google Singapore, US State Department and State Department of United Arab Emirates. Now without further ado, I would love to Welcome Huda here on stage and I'd love for all of you to get to know this amazing woman. First of all Huda, I would love for you to share about your journey from being a, a, a student and I'd love for you to share your story as well as how you started. What was your background like really and how has it brought you to do what you do right now? Go ahead Huda. Thank you so much, Mushida and Dr. Marina, as well as the Rich Women's Society. And thank you to everyone who's here right now to listen in to my story. Hi, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Huda. I am the founder of Fempreneur Secrets. We are an online community that empowers women to start and build profitable businesses online. 
Now, the story about why I started this was really interesting. So when I first began my journey into entrepreneurship, it was not through this business. So I've had done multiple businesses before this. My first business was a handmade stationery business that I really love to do. I enjoy the work of doing it because it's very hands-on and I think at that time, we also have a trend going on with scrapbooking. So I really wanted to ride with the wave. Yeah. And then later on, what I discovered was that this was not going to cut it. And it's also not the kind of uh, income that I would like to generate for myself. It was not profit making. It was a passion project, but it was not profit making. And then later on, I tried another business in e-commerce and we've tried fashion line. I did my own designer hijabs or as scarves and shawls for those of you who don't know what hijab is. Yeah, and it was also another business that I tried out that didn't materialize. One thing led to another that also, I mean, in a series of events really did took place in my life where I was going through a very difficult spot in my life. Uh, my father had just passed on. My father was our sole breadwinner in the family and uh, he is my role model in business. So he had his own construction company that he took over from my grandfather. Now, of course, at the same time, I was, grow I was always growing up in an environment that is pro-entrepreneurship, pro-business. It was a really nice environment to grow up in. So when my father passed away when I was 21 years old, a series of events took place where I was left uh, without a roof above for a moment, for a brief moment. But it was such a memorable uh, moment in my life because that shaped me to be where I am today. I can still remember um, a period in my life where I just had $2, two Singapore dollars of money in my pocket. And I had to make a decision whether I want to use this money for me to buy chicken rice or for me to use this money to pay for transportation, public transport, to get to a place that maybe is going to open their doors to let me live in for maybe three days. So that was like the story that I, I could still remember. And at that time, if I do recall quite clearly, it was at the beginning of Ramadan. So Ramadan was about to begin, fasting month for Muslims. It was just a few days before Ramadan began. There wasn't an easy journey, of course, having to think about where are we going to have our, where are we going to be fasting at, what time are we going to be waking up, are we going to be living on the streets and all that. So it was definitely a very trying time at the time. And one thing led to another, which made me realize that all this could have been avoided. And all of this could have been avoided simply because there was a decision that, made, that was made by my family you know, to have the business second owner of the business to be my mom. And that being said, my mom is just a, a name partner, meaning she does not control the business. She doesn't have any much activities in the business except to do administrative work. And I have to say that it's surprising because this role um, delegation in businesses happen a lot in the Southeast Asian region, happen a lot to a lot of women who just want to be the wives of businessmen. I wouldn't say anything bad about it. My mom did a really great job at taking care of my father's needs and the business as well, but she didn't know how to run a business. So I felt that if she had been equipped with the knowledge to run a business, we wouldn't have gone through what we went through. And she wouldn't have to be a cleaner after having lived such a comfortable life with my father for, you know, I think a good 30 plus years. She wouldn't have to be a cleaner trying to survive and find ways for her to fend for herself. She had known what was needed to be done. So that was when I 
woke up and realized, hey, I need to teach more women how to have business education, to equip them with the right skills so that they can eventually lead themselves and put the future of themselves and their own future in their hands. No one else can control their future except themselves. So that was how Fempreneur Secrets got started. I started it not as a, not at all with the thinking of, of it being a social enterprise. All I wanted to do was to share my business knowledge, my years of experience running multiple businesses. And then uh, I also have my video production company that was established as a result of that dire situation that I was in. So it was just based on whatever resources that I have that I started it. And then from there, it grew and it grew where I'm now serving Fortune 500 companies as my clients. So this is what it means to start a business. And that's exactly the kind of things that I want to share with the women out there for them to realize that they can do more in their lives and they need to have this business knowledge you know, really ingrained in their bodies, in their minds, because it is a survival skill. It is not an MBA program that's going to cost you like $12,000 per semester. No, it's not. It is a skill that you need for you to carry yourself through, to survive, and of course, at the same time, to thrive. And if you can thrive during any kind of circumstances, you are indeed the most powerful and fearless women that can ever exist on the surface of the planet. This is the reason why I established Frontpreneur Secrets. Wow. Huda, that was amazing. I've got chills just listening to you speak, especially your $2 story. It resonates so much with me. And I'm, I really applaud you as to how the community has grown. And I would love for you to share with everyone here today. How do you specifically help the women in the Fempreneur Secrets? Is there a module? And yeah, share with us more and the step-by-step the, the -step that you guide them in this community. Sure, definitely. I would love to talk about this. So what we do is that we have workshops, online courses and coaching where we guide them towards placing their future in the palms of their hands. And we want to give them the guide that they need so that they can make conscious effort and decisions before they leave their 9 to 5 jobs. So this is really an important thing to me because when I was um, starting out in my business, one of the things that I didn't have was a nine to five job. <laughs> okay. It was so difficult to find a job at that time. For some reason, because I dropped out of university and my highest level of qualification then was just an A-level certification. Uh, it was so hard for me to find a job because I was either overqualified or underqualified. I couldn't find a job that could sustain the, the livelihood that I would like. And of course, with the skill sets that I have. So I didn't want to continue living in a life where uh, I have to think about what I'm going to be like surviving or what am I going to eating the next day. So that was you know, one of the things that I wanted to put across. So I came up with this guide, The Art of Firing Your Boss. Okay? So I named it that way because after speaking to a lot of the women when I was um, interviewing them and getting to know them as part of my video production company, some of the leaders and change makers in the industries, they often say that in starting their business, if one thing that they would want to see change is that they didn't want to be forced to leave their job and then start their business out of a necessity. And it is a common trend actually among women when they, at least in Singapore, I see when we do start businesses, it's often because of a need, a necessity. Now, COVID is one of those impetus that actually starts a lot of businesses online, a lot of um, home-based businesses even. 
and this is where we want to kind of shape this. So if you have the opportunity for you to plan your path and you are in a sanctuary of a job, okay, you're in a stability of a job, it would be much better for you to plan out the number of months that you would like to take for you to earn the income from your business on the side. And then, of course, at the same time, don't burn any bridges as a result of you know, wanting to start your business. So some people, they leave their job and then they, they say, good riddance, boss, bye, boss. I don't want to work with you anymore. Okay, I'm so happy that I'm going to leave this uh, godforsaken place, for example. Okay, for Some people, they do say that, right? But that's not the kind of situation that we want to empower women. What we want them to do is for them to have a strategy to plan out their departure from their full-time jobs strategically. So let's say today you have made the decision that you would like to start a business and you want to leave your job to be a full-time business owner. Okay, so if that is the decision that you would like to make, then the first step that I would tell you to do is for you to plan the amount of money that you would need to survive on bare minimum what you would need to cover your expenses. Okay, so what you need to cover your expenses. So if let's say what I need to cover my expenses is $2,000, then that is the amount that we need to make in your business while you still have your full-time job, which means you got to work double the hours if you need to, okay, but you're, you're envisioning a brighter future ahead. And then there are a couple of things that we encourage in our Profitable Fempreneur program where we will teach you how, to, how you can shape your business, what are the things that you need to do in our six-step system for you to you know, come up with a, a signature offer, for you to work on your mindset, for you to do branding, for you to um, develop yourself as a person, a visible person on social media and let people know that you exist. So there are a lot of things that can be done in between. But at the end of the day, what is important is for you to remember to never burn bridges with your employers your colleagues, your partners in the organization or any vendors that you used to work with in your organization. And the reason is simple. These people are going to be contributors to your first business, whether it is uh, in terms of network, whether it is they're going to be the first people to buy, or they're going to be the first people to just be silent supporters and shout out for you every single time when you, you know, launch a new product or new collection, things like that. So don't underestimate the power of the people that you know in your workplace. Just because you cannot work well with them does not mean that they are not a good person. It could be that it's just not a good environment to work with and this person have a different motivation altogether. But behind, you know, outside of the workplace, this person could be an amazing person, very resourceful person even. And they may be just very supportive of you. So don't burn bridges. And this is the one thing that is going to help shape your business in the future because you need that network entering into a new environment and entering into a new industry. You need the people. You need the support. And that's exactly the one thing that a lot of female entrepreneurs do not have when they first start their business. So this is the strategy that I do share with my women entrepreneurs when they are first beginning their business. Wow, absolutely. And it's so important to like not burn the bridges in that way, build and deepen relationships because maybe it doesn't work in that particular workplace, but they could work somewhere else in terms of growing your business. They, this, these people you used to work for before could also be your customers. So that's very powerful advice. And I'm sure a lot of women in your community get to benefit from this perspective. And having said that, I, uh, as you speak, I consider you a game changer as 
how you have approached your business, how you see things that people do and you do it differently. How do you see yourself as a game changer? Wow, Mishida, thank you so much for saying that I'm a game changer. I do think that being a game changer in, in this industry is not that we are not able to achieve the successes that we want, but it's more about how we can help other people along the way in the journey. So we don't have to be selfish and you know, like take all the, the gains for ourselves. There's enough parts of the pie or share of the pie for everyone. The pie is so huge. And if we were to cut into eight slices, for example, we can still cut it even further. And if the global economy is a pie, that every single one of us would have more than enough for us to get by. And this is also the idea of sustenance. The important thing for us to remember that sustenance comes from a greater being. In this case, I believe that sustenance comes from God. And every single one of our sustenance has already been predetermined or at least there's a part to play. Uh, a share has already been allocated to you. It's a matter of your own mentality and a matter of whether or not this particular uh, part of the pie is going to be distributed to you now or later. It could be now, but it could be later because you have a lot of hurdles, a lot of backlogs uh, in front of you. What, or what I would like to call a wall of rocks. So if you don't have the, if you cannot identify what are the burdens or what are the challenges that are hindering you from the success, you can't drop the rocks on this wall that form this wall right and you don't know what's behind it behind it could be a really fast flowing river of sustenance and once you let go of every single one of this burden you are able to see the fast flowing river entering into your lives and that is the abundance entering into your life so this also would mean your sustenance your your income is actually being hindered by a lot of things in our lives and that's one of the things that I want to address, especially with women from the underprivileged community. So as a game changer in this area, what I do is that I help and empower women from low-income families. So if they are going through a difficult moment in their life, they're going through financial difficulties, and they want to start their own business, they need the skills. But in order for them to see success in their business, they need to let go of a lot of things. They need to forgive the people. They need to strengthen their mind, shift their paradigm and look at things from different perspectives because those are the things that I did when I was going through that very difficult moment. My $2 in the pocket story that I shared just now. Yeah, when I was going through that difficult moment, I had to shift my paradigm and stop thinking I was punished on the surface of the earth for whatever I have done. I stopped blaming God and I started to harness my truth and go towards the potential that I want to see in myself. So that's exactly the things that I am doing right now with my own uh, social impact and with the community of women that I am helping. So we have a five help one model. So for every woman who invests in their own learning, like through our workshops, online courses or coaching programs, we will set aside 20% of the proceeds to sponsor a woman from underprivileged community through the same program which is known as our Rising Fempreneur Program. And most recently, Mushida, I shared with you personally, one of our beneficiaries have just clocked in her first 10,000 Singapore dollars income. That is so tremendous because this person barely had food for herself. 
So this is really achievement to the next level. And when you want it, you will be able to get it because you can put the future of yourself, the future you want, the shape of the future in the palms of your hands. And that's the kind of things that I do. And that makes me a game changer, I believe, Mushida. I know you are. And that's why I wanted you to share about this and your social impact. And that is so powerful because you and I, we both know that people do not have to stay in poverty, but they need support. They need access to all this education and the direction and the mentorship and coaching that can lead them out of poverty just like how you have gone out of it how i have gone out of it and and that we just need to create those opportunities and uh, huda i i applaud you and i'm so proud of you and your work do tell us do share what are your upcoming plans and projects that you have for yourself Sure, I'd love to do this. Okay, so at Fempreneur Secrets, we are currently creating a female founders directory. We want the whole world to know the amazing founders that are women. We want to let them shine. We want to let them see the successes that can you know, happen when women work together. If you would like to you know, list your business on our, founding found, uh, our female founders directory, you can just go on over to fempreneursecrets.com forward slash directory and you'll see all the information that is that you need thank you so much huda and with that i'd love to say thank you very much dr marina for creating this space and i hope everyone can benefit from the social impact podcast that i am creating and all the amazing guests including huda hamid here